Welcome back, Claude Dance Partiers, to our last show for season four. Some dancing mice to psychopaths, is that right? That's right. Yeah. I'm Lynette. I'm Janice. I'm Matt. And I'm Ash. Hi, Ash. Yay. And I'm Ashley. Ashley. Hello. And our special guest is? Our special guest is me, Liz. And baby Zoe. And Zoe. I wanted to jump on real quick and say, while well, Zoe is sleeping, um, <laughs> and say thank you to everybody for all the support and love. And um, Zoe and I are doing great. Everything went really well when she was born. And um, she's just an amazing little bug. Awesome, awesome. Can we get details, like how much she weighed and all that stuff? She weighed 8 pounds, 9 ounces. She was 19 and a half inches long. Awesome. Um, she has a full head of really dark hair. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not sure where that comes from, but it's there. <laughs> and she has... Um, like a little skin tag on her left hand, just like her dad and her grandma, in the exact same spot. In fact, that's the first thing my husband said. Not that she had a full head of hair, not that she had big blue eyes, but that she has his skin tag. She's doing great. She's gained almost all of her weight back already. Because um, she's a hungry little bug. And, uh, yeah, everything is, is really good. Um, and once again, thank you. Everybody, you know, you guys and uh, all of our listeners and everything for all the support and the love I got on the Facebook page um, when I let everybody know that she had arrived. And, um, yeah. So, and uh, I was able to watch the episode. It was Zoe's first television viewing experience. So what did Zoe think? Uh, Zoe really <laughs> liked it. Uh, she <laughs> hates Rachel. Um, she really likes Charlotte. And she was so excited to see Delphine, even though she doesn't know who Delphine is. <laughs> but she probably understood the episode better than I did. Yeah, <laughs> so much happened. Um, I, I mean, I was taking care of a kid and also trying to explain to my mother-in-law what was happening because she watched it with me and she has not seen any of it. Uh huh. Um, my favorite part was when Sarah tells Crystal, "I'm your clone." <laughs> like really that's what you guys think I look like yeah um, that was that was priceless yeah. um Rachel really did go from mouse to sociopath holy crap yeah um I mean I'm kind of not surprised but like it was just so so much what she really holds a grudge that's for sure <laughs> seriously and it's not like it's not like sarah started any of this um i mean yes sarah did shoot a pencil into her face however <laughs> um uh, rachel tried to kill sarah first okay that's the rule if you try and kill me i get to try and kill you back yeah, she's just trying to little ovaries yeah don't mad. don't be mad if i got closer than you did um, but yeah, overall, I think it was a really great season finale. I'm really excited for next season. Um, I felt vindicated all over again about Mia Lucian being the root of everything on this show. Um, I can't wait to see next season who Mia Lucian guy is. Mm-hmm. Um, 
because I really hope we get to see who it is. And I swear to God, if it ends up being Paul, <laughs> or, funny. you know what I mean? Like if it ends up being like or Benjamin or something, like <laughs> Benjamin, I'm be excited. But I swear to God, if it's Paul, I'm gonna lose my shit. <laughs> or Felix. I'm, first, I'm sure it'll be Beth. Which is that would be hilarious. But the first thing I thought of was that it was gonna be Paul. And I was like, I swear to God, if it's Paul. <laughs> Um, I like that Delphine's been kind of accepted into the Neolution group, but I don't like the fact that we know that they're going to try and keep her away from Cosima next season. Um, but I like the fact that Cosima did seem to have some of the cure with her. Um, because she told Delphine, you get to shoot me up for old time's sake. Right. So, um, that was, that was really good. And I'm glad that we didn't have to deal with any of the, oh, I don't know who she is. I don't, you know, um, I'm glad that it was Delphine and Cosima. There was no brainwashing. There was no, um, that was really good. Um, Sarah's not going to die on the beach because she's the star of the show. Um, Allison talking about Helena like she was the Messiah cracked me up. Um, Crystal was just perfection and uh yeah so overall it was a really good episode it was a really good season finale albeit a little confusing at times so i really look forward to next season um and i'm glad that they're not dragging the show out while i will miss seeing this show um i think doing five seasons is really really important because that's what the writers had in mind they, they had a five-season plan, and to have to extend it would just screw everything up. So I'm really glad that they're getting the seasons that they had that they had planned for, and they're not going to try and drag something out, or after they resolve it, try and do a new thing where, I don't know, everybody turns into vigilantes or something. So, um, and I feel like next season we're also going to find out that there's something like 200 clones all over the world. But there's just a ton of Lita everywhere. Lita everywhere? Yeah. I, I feel like there's just going to be so, like, I feel like that's going to be what we find out with the cure. Uh, if the cure gets out is that there's just a butt ton of Lita. Just, like, half the babies born in 84 through IVF or surrogacy were, were Lita clones. Hmm. Um, I feel like we're just going to find out that there's a ton more Lita clones out there than we really had any idea about. Are we going to see them? Do you, are you imagining like a big room full of Tatiana Maslany's? <laughs> I don't think there's going to be a room. What I'm kind of picturing is, because it all goes back to Buffy, is that Montage. Uh, is through uh, Kira, we're going to have like the potentials where the, the in Chosen, where we see the young potentials become Slayers. Yeah, I was thinking the same exact thing. It's going to be something like that. Like, oh. we're going to see all of them, I don't know, learn about themselves or something. Like, we're going to see all of them in a montage like that. That's what's in my head. I could totally be wrong. But that's what I'm thinking. That'd be cool. So, Charlotte, yeah, I, I think that that would, and with Kira's magicalness, um, I think that that would, um, like, she's got almost like a Professor X thing. Like, she can see the clones. 
like the way Professor X can see other mutants. Yeah. I'm just super nerdy, so I'm going to, like, bring in all the nerd I can here. Um, <laughs> I feel like that's what Kara has. She has, like, she has, like, clone-sensing powers instead of mutant-sensing powers. So she's going to help them find everybody so that they can get the cure out to them. Because I hope that's going to be the ending of the show. Hmm. Is we see all the Lita and we see them getting getting the cure. Um, and I really hope we actually see Tony again for a part of an episode. Yeah. Because um, yeah. I, I still feel like he was really, really important. Um, so yeah, that's that's my two cents. I have a I have a little bit here that needs to be burped and, and laid down. So I'm going to let you guys go. But seriously, I just wanted to say again to my co-hosts, thank you so much for all of your understanding during my pregnancy and for being a great support system and everything. And to all of our listeners who who uh, messaged and everything. Um, and I will post updates about her um, on our Facebook. I just didn't want to overwhelm everybody with how cute she is and post all the pictures that I'm posting from my <laughs> Facebook. Um, and if you are a listener and you want to friend me, that's fine. Um, Shane did that and now we're like best friends. So, um, so if, and if anybody wants updates, please feel free to ask. I just don't want to all right. take up everybody's Facebook with pictures of my, of my little bug. So I'm pretty sure that's your right as a new mother. And she's really cute. <laughs> I mean, you know, she does every now and get the alien bug face that all brand new babies get, but <laughs> overall, she's really cute. She is cute. So, currently she's covering her little face to pout because she doesn't like Ebert. Um, but yeah, thank you again, everybody. You guys are awesome. And um, I will definitely see you for next season. Okay, great. Have fun with the baby. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 So, what did everybody think? Awesome. Awesome. Did you like it? I loved it. Yeah. (laughs) I was a little confused, but it was kind of quieter than the rest of them, don't you think? Mm. It was what? What than the rest of them? Quieter? Yeah, quieter than the other finales, or... Oh, really? Hmm. Maybe I'm remembering wrong. We usually get a a good shot of all the clones in one space. Yeah, I was thinking the same as well. I'm like, okay, when's it going to happen? Because they're all really far apart. I need them to get together. They don't have to dance, but I want them all to be in the same room. (laughs) Didn't happen. Didn't happen. I guess it was the irony of Sarah's Fluffy keeping everybody together and everybody was separated. Well, she did a good job this season of driving people apart, I felt. Yeah, I yeah. thought I thought so, too. I agree. I thought, you know, I, I actually, when the, the scenes with Crystal and the way Crystal put Sarah down, I kind of felt like, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm really happy that happened. <laughs> you, you, you deserve that, Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I wasn't, I, I mean, it was certainly a, a lot happened. Um, I'm not convinced that the, the, the writers are going to make a satisfying plot ending, but boy, they can, they can write scenes well and they can do characters well. I, I, I really loved Crystal in this episode. <laughs> I loved her. She was great. She, yeah. But Matt, I, th- I, th- I think you might be disappointed. It sounds like, it seems like 
the cure is going to be what the show is all about. Yeah, I, that was disappointing. I was I was excited that Cosima had the cure and she hugged Susan and everything was going so well. And God, I must be a real dumbass because I, I was <laughs> like, this is great. Oh, happy ending for everyone. Oh, you, you poor fool. It was a very <laughs> shortly lived happiness, period of happiness. Cool. But Liz did mention that, yeah, it looks like she brought some of the cure with her. So yeah. maybe maybe she'll she'll live. We can have Cosima and Delphine together, and that, that will make me very happy. And we can move on to another plot, the beginning of the next season. I, I think I'm. I think Cosima's going to die. It seemed that way. But. Yeah. Well, she's, she's literally dying for like three seasons. I've been forgetting that she's dying. It was like it's been like three seasons. She's not like cured yet. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's what we were wondering. It's like, what's going on? She's going to you know be dying for like all the way through or something. Kind of like how what's her name is pregnant for so long. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's why it would be almost be too cruel if she died. Because it's been going on for so long. If it just ends with the inevitable. Mm-hmm. After so many, you know, uh, close calls with a cure yeah. to have her die. Be, oh, that'd be disappointing. Yeah. But maybe her dying will help cure everyone else. True. Somehow. Yeah. Yeah. There's only one Cosima. There is only one Cosima. Yeah. And apparently her and, um, not Rachel, her and Delphine, you know, can't be together, apparently. So. She's probably not going to get that happy ending, at least not with Delphine, whether she lives or not. You know, Liz said, you know, she was happy that they accepted her. I don't know that she's there on her, uh, there on her own free will or not, because, you know, Delphine, I mean. Right, yeah. Yeah, I found it interesting that Delphine is in the same camp that seems to be pushing Rachel. Yeah. I found that interesting. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> like, should we be rooting for this? Or, like, because the messenger do, you know, seems to be backing Rachel into uh, the takeover as one's, like, setting her over the edge to to lead. But that's also where Delphine is, is with him. So it's interesting. I'm not entirely certain why they're on the island, on the other side of the island, living in huts. Yeah. Again, I feel like it looks like either a doomsday group or a a paramilitary group or, you know, a combination of the two. Yeah. Do we see them walking around with weapons? Not not necessarily, but they no. Um, but they look kind of. They just kind of look rugged, and they could be kind of hippie-ish. Or, that's true. It just it reminds me so much of Lost and the others on Lost. Yeah. Well, I'm kind of scared we're going to end up with a bad season like we did with Dexter. <laughs> <laughs> They have to have one really bad season, right? They did. It was last season. (laughs) Season three had some issues, that's for sure. This was a 
complete 180 from last season. Yeah, they came back hard with this one. I was very, very, very happy with this season. Much better. <laughs> Let me see. Let me look at my notes. Look at your notes. I'm mm-hmm. mine. So did anyone look at the, the Legend of Lita and Caster? The Legend of Lita? Well, yeah, it's a, from a Greek myth. Oh. Okay, according to Lita. Wikipedia, Lita was admired by Zeus, who seduced yeah. her in the guise of a swan. As a swan, Zeus fell into her arms for protection from a pursuing eagle. Their consummation on the same night as Lita lay with her husband, Tyndarus resulted in two eggs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Castor's one of Lita's Zeus right. kids, children. Right, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I was just wondering what... So, I mean, I saw. I first saw the swan, and I thought, oh, that's, that's Lita, but it's not. It's Castor, or it's not. It's neither. So if you're cutting the swan's head off, what does that mean? Cut off the power, I guess. I guess that's why um, Rachel went after Susan. Yeah, whose power? So, so we think that Susan is kind of the swan. Yeah, I guess that's uh, what Rachel interpreted it as. That they was trying right. to make. They was telling Rachel, whoever created the AI, was telling Rachel to kill Susan because mm-hmm. get rid of the swan, the creator. Right. It's very possible. It certainly seemed like there was a correlation between the swan and Susan. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I'm just not sure which, but... but. So it's nice to find out that Detective Duco is the one... Well, it's not nice to find out. Either. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, you know, that wraps up a whole lot of questions on that. Yeah. You know. And he's dead, so... Yay. He's very dead. Very <laughs> dead. So we're not going to get the answer to why he wore those earmuffs? Yeah, it doesn't look like it. I actually went back and looked to look at that scene again to see if he was wearing earmuffs in the scene where he shoots Delphine, and he wasn't. He was not. He was not. I thought maybe he had an issue, like, you know, big ears or no no ears or something, like they cut off his ears, but I guess not. Right, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was had been wondering. Well, did he have... Did he have earmuffs back when he was dealing with Beth? Or is just I don't think present, so. Present? I, I didn't. I, I didn't present. look. I didn't look back at that. And it's you know, and like it's entirely possible. It's just he has cold ears, but <laughs> it, it's just you know. But I mean, not every. It doesn't look you know. In all the scenes he was in, it doesn't really look like it's all that freezing. It's certainly winter, but everyone else is kind of no. No one else is really bundled up. Well, Helena was, but she was in a different spot. Yeah. It's a dangling oh, anyway. plot thread that we have to have answered before the end yeah. of the show. Mm. Right. Most but, important plot thread. We need, need to know about Duco's earmuffs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not going to be able to go through life if that question isn't answered. Exactly. <laughs> he, was, he was not wearing earmuffs with Beth. All right. Okay, so it must have happened between um, the, the in the present day, like after right. after Beth killed herself, until 
he was killed. Something happened to his ears. That's right. <laughs> That's right. He got frostbite because he didn't wear those little earbuds. <laughs> <laughs> so that doctor, what's his name? He, uh, we don't have to worry about Evie Cho anymore, do we? Nope. He's, no. He's not a nice guy. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I felt bad for Evie, though. I actually did. I actually liked the character. Character-wise, I thought she was, you know, interesting. Ooh. Well, she certainly played her well, that's for sure. Yeah. The actress. But, yeah. It was a little disappointing how quickly she was dispatched. I. Yeah. She was the heavy for the whole season. Or, or at least the back half of the season. Now she's gone. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, she put. She did get that. Recently, got that. You know, bot in her mouth, and that's how they was able to get rid of her. So you know, so I found it interesting that they went that route. She got the bot in to help her with her shingles, and it ends up, you know, getting her killed. Wow! Don't put maggots in your face. Yeah, that's the lesson right there. It's very that's, easy. Yeah. That's just a pro tip from Clone Dance Party to all you <laughs> listeners. Yeah. And apparently, don't eat venison stew. <laughs> <laughs> they forgot to pack the emodium, didn't they? Yeah, they were. They, yeah, they were talking about that for Oscar. Oscar was the one who had the problems, and now they're uh, they with like Helena. She's got oh, the boy. shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't get to see Allison this episode, but I got to see Crystal. But right. I didn't get to see Adele. But I got to see Delphine. Yeah. I don't know. I'm all I'm torn up. I am. I hope they don't just like dismiss Adele altogether. Yeah. Because she's kind of fun. Yeah, she was definitely a favorite of mine this season. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was curious that they were having their meeting in a dark room, which in the basement. <laughs> That's what it looked like. <laughs> Right. They're, they're yeah. Like the board of directors, but they don't have a <clears throat> excuse me, a nice conference room. They meet in a in the basement in a completely dark room. Yeah, no windows or anything like yeah. that. Like fallout shelter or something. It's very strange. It was. And who are each of those people? We're just supposed to like not know who they are, right? I think so. We'll probably find out like next season. I hope so, because they keep showing them, but they don't tell us who they are. So. Okay, now I don't think this is too weird, but I thought that they might be clones as well, <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> really? Because I was like, that old white man looks like that old white man, and that old white lady looks like that old white lady. And I was trying to be like, <laughs> wait a minute, what's going on? Are there two Are there two of everyone, uh, you know, every type? And maybe there there was, but... It was very... That's funny. Now I have to go back and look. But, <laughs> you know, that's an idea that, you know, they could have tried to do this clone thing several times before they got did it with these girls. Yeah, yeah I mean, it would throw the, the continuity and mythology of the show, like, completely out of whack. But the way, <laughs> yeah. how similar the actors were, I was trying to figure figure it out. But I, I don't think it could really be that because Rachel makes her... her um, 
you know, her declaration and, you know, uh, you know, if we want to find out whether our clone will grow its tail back, well, we're going to cut it off. I mean, you don't say that to a bunch of clones. (laughs) So, so, (laughs) no, it makes, it didn't make any sense at all, which is why I said, don't laugh at me, but in the moment, but we're going to laugh at you anyway. Yeah. Go ahead. (laughs) Trying to, trying to see, you know, uh, who these people were. I was confused, like, hey, that guy looks like, isn't that guy over at the other side of the table? And now he's at the end of the table? Different different actors, but looked similar enough in, in that brief span of time where I momentarily thought, clones? Mm-hmm. I definitely yeah. watch it. Yeah, I think they were trying to make him look as neutral as possible. <laughs> I, yeah, I think that's probably the point, yeah. Yeah. Anonymous bureaucrats. Anonymous, yeah. I got a whole circle of the Black Thorn vibe from the from Angel. That's what I got from it. Ooh. From season five. Senior partners and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it and was like, kind of like, wasn't it? Yeah, and Rachel's like, you know, Angel trying to join and everything. And Evie, so Evie was the sacrifice? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I always skip over that episode. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Sorry, which episode? Uh, I don't remember what it's called, but the guy that... let's The guy... What's the name of the guy that... Uh, Angel and... I can't remember his name. Spike! <laughs> <laughs> they let him down into that big place, you know, with the, the, the bottomless pit, hole in the world. Whole, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The episode where Angel tortures him to death. To um, prove to the Black Thorn or whatever that he was bad now. I don't remember the name of that. I want to say yeah, it's like Drogo or something. Yeah, it is. Drogon. 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 I think you're you're mixing uh, you're mixing I shows. Drogon. Drogon <laughs> is one of the is I'm one of the. Uh... I'm looking it up. All right. Well, in the world is the guy who couldn't lie. The guy who couldn't lie. Yes, him. So he's looking that up. His name is Drogon. Drogon. Oh, it is. It's okay. D-R-O-G-Y-N. Interesting, because that's one of the dragons, isn't it? The dragon is Drogon. Of... Oh, excuse, excuse me. <laughs> Drogon. <laughs> Not Drogon, but Drogon. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we did get What's-His-Face back. Ferdinand. Yes, we did. He provided some comic relief. He did. <laughs> With the socks on. <laughs> I love that we finally get Rachel and Ferdinand together. Yeah. Like, actually on screen. And not just, like, in the comic or, you know, Sarah yeah. disguised as Rachel and Ferdinand. So, I thought it was great to actually see them interact. Yeah. The look on Iris' face is like... <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. He's got his socks on. Socks on. <laughs> I loved it. It was like you complaining about socks. <laughs> I guess he doesn't leave his socks cold. on with Susan. Don't they say that your feet get coldest the first or something? Yeah, I think so. His feet, his feet were cold. Ooh. Just like Duco's ears get cold. So that was the fashion 
segment of the show. <laughs> <laughs> and Rachel totally made him convert. Well, yeah. <laughs> convert. <laughs> it's like, yeah. what? Okay. That's a real multi-purpose cane there. Mm. Has anyone so, mentioned that Rachel and Evie Cho have the same hairdo? No. <laughs> I love that, though. <laughs> it's like the I, power do. Yeah, I've noticed that. Like, when Evie Cho like, kind of came on the sales, like, she's totally, like, rocking the Rachel Duncan right now. <laughs> that's so funny. I guess that's the the automatic female villain hairstyle. <laughs> it's a sign of power. Yeah. It, it's amazing to me that Sarah has all these wigs on hand. Like, she has a crystal wig. It's like, <laughs> right? where did you get that from? Yeah, probably, a crystal wig. That... Probably Felix wig. <laughs> I was going to yeah. say, Felix should, should either have been, like, a drag performer or a wig maker or something where his artistic talents could pay off plot-wise. Yeah. What were they playing? Dungeons and Dragons? What were they playing? No, Zombie Apocalypse. What's that? Uh, Um, I I, I don't know. There's a lot of of zombie board games. Okay. But it was great seeing Crystal. (laughs) I know it. That that was another good scene. Well, when she walked, one of my favorite scenes is when she walks into the shop. And I I don't know what the other guy's name is. There's Scott and the other guy. Uh, That's all I know. What's his name? Hell wizard. That's all I know. Hell wizard. <laughs> yeah. He's just. Um, they just look like they're so out of their league with her. <laughs> yeah, really. Mm. What was that music they were playing with her? It was like jungle sounds. It was weird. <laughs> <laughs> it was like jungle cats and things, and like birds squawking. Like what is going on with this music? Dog agrees. The dog definitely agrees. It's probably my favorite scene of the entire season. This Crystal, they finally show Crystal a clone and she just doesn't believe it. Yeah, that was was genius. Because of her own own, uh, narcissism. Like, I look too good to be her. I know. But I think it also kind of play on the whole idea that, like, people say if you see yourself... Like if you like you had a you wouldn't wouldn't recognize your clone or something like that because of the uh, uh, you only see your um your face when you look in the mirror a certain way so when you actually if you would actually see a clone of yourself you wouldn't be able to recognize it I think that's probably what they was playing on also narcissism yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's possible the other clones recognize themselves but she. Yeah. So into herself. She has an image of herself that doesn't look anything like yeah. Sarah. Yeah. Dog definitely agrees. <laughs> so, uh, this is uh, Scott Deck. What is that doctor's name? Uh, Van Leer. Van Leer. Van Leer. Yeah, Dr. Yeah. Ian Van Leer. And where are they? Did they take him somewhere or they just talked to him? Hmm. Well, we didn't see him for the rest of the episode, so they probably let him go. We'll probably see him next season. Okay. Yeah, I mean, they they talked to him before. Do they talk to him before Rachel shows up at the board meeting? 
trying to I think, think so. I, I think, think it was I think it was the scene right before the board meeting. That's when Sarah figured out that they cut Susan out and that and like that scene after is when um Rachel shows up to the board meeting. Okay, so maybe he I can't imagine they really would have done anything with him though, so I don't, but I don't think he's at the board meeting. Yeah, I don't think he's there. No. Because he works for somebody. Somebody besides well, he, Evie Cho or or Rachel. Well, yeah. I think he must be. Where I must. He must work for the guy for um, um, PT. Is it Westmoreland? Yeah, Westmoreland. Because Ian is the one who who picks up um, Delphine after she's been shot, and she ends up on the island with the guy. So there must there must be a connection there. Yeah. Absolutely. So maybe he works for the messenger guy Ooh, or the creator of um, the illusion. That's who I'm talking about, the messenger. Yeah. Is that what we want to call this guy, the messenger guy? I thought, I thought we, I, I thought, I, I thought there were intimations and we had agreed that he's somehow this Westmoreland guy who's for some, somehow has survived. Yeah, you know? I wasn't sure, well, so I just separated yeah. because it was never clarified. I don't. Yeah, think, it's not. So. Yeah, it's not clarified, but um, but the I way the Susan, this the way Susan talks, it's like he's the guy, yeah. and he just for you know who who knows how has survived longer than he should have. Yeah. He has very large eyebrows. <laughs> he does. I think they're going to take care of that when they start doing gene that you know gene baseline gene stuff. I wonder what kind of gene you have to get rid of for that. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you think they did with uh, Charlotte? I don't know. I was wondering that too when uh, Casima yeah. collapsed into her arms. Where did they take Charlotte? Yeah, they just kind of take her off, and I'm just wondering what she, yeah what's going to happen to her. Yeah. Because mm. she was technically supposed to be Rachel's, because Susan gave Charlotte to Rachel, but now right. she's with Casima, so it's like <laughs> she needs like a permanent guardian. Maybe just give her to Miss S. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she needs to go to Mrs. S. Yeah, she really does. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, one thing they didn't address like the the whole season is that you know she she shows up at the end of last season and and tells Rachel that you're going to be my new mother and I'm like, like there's no grief, there's no you know she's not upset that yeah. that Michelle Forbes is no longer in the picture. That's, so maybe she wasn't her guardian for so long. I don't know because um, Susan did imply that you know Charlotte has had multiple guardians over the years. So oh, she's probably just okay. used to it at this point. Okay. Hmm. All right. So. So what do we think about? So let's talk about Rachel. I mean, because at some <laughs> point we talked about, you know, we thought Rachel cared about Charlotte. So seeing what we see now, do we think she did care about Charlotte? I think she did, but I think mm-hmm. it was, you know. This last episode, a switch because she, I think she was softening up into a Charlotte and everything. But I think this last episode, it like flicked the switch in within Rachel, you know, especially the past couple episodes with the, you know the eye and the manipulation of someone's clearly like manipulating her. Okay. 
you know, with the eye thing, you know, trying mm-hmm. to guide her to her, I guess, right path, or, you know, as her, with her birthright. And, yeah, I think a switch was definitely flicked on. So I don't know what's going to happen with Rachel and Charlotte, but I think, you know, if, you know, the eye thing wasn't messing with her, I think she probably would have took Charlotte with her. Hmm. Cool. If she wanted to, like, get away. Right. Because I think that's where she was heading towards. She wanted to get out. Mm-hmm. But I think someone like, you know, with the whole eye thing, it pulled her right back in. Okay. Cool. Huh. So Sarah's a mess, right? <laughs> Total disaster there. <laughs> Epic fail. Epic fail. <laughs> Big time. And then when she calls Mrs. S, then yeah. takes the phone away. So, not good. <laughs> now, Everyone is did, in peril. <laughs> yeah. How is it? Now, I know Ferdinand was at the safe house, but wouldn't they have, you know, I mean, when you take people to safe houses, don't you like, like, and I'm, this is off okay? TV. You blindfold <laughs> them. You like drive yeah, you around. You know, you, you don't like. You don't want them to know where they are. So how is it that he knew where they were? Yeah, I don't know because he was blindfolded when he came in. He had a bag over his head when he when they first brought him there. So okay. I, I don't know. Like, I guess he just eventually figured it out. Because I I don't know if anybody actually dropped Ferdinand when Ferdinand went to Beth's place. Because uh-huh. he was on their team at that point. So maybe. Um, and I don't think Mrs. S dropped him off at Best Place because she was still at the safe house. So maybe he just, they just let him leave willingly. So he already, so by, by that point, he knew where they were. Okay. okay. All right. That was very well, sloppy on their part. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Benjamin, you're like, I, I don't want you to <laughs> do security for me. <laughs> we get through everything? What do you think? Where does Sarah get these wigs? Why is this room so dark? <laughs> Look at those eyebrows. Um, clone fight! Exclamation point! Did we find out exactly what the glitchy eye was about? Not really. No. It wasn't explained, no. Huh? Yeah. I think it was. Yeah, I think it was just someone. Um, well, the creator of it. That's what Susan implied is, I guess, showing her images within her um, eye. I guess to further. It was some about natural selection, but the creator is getting impatient about natural selection and is trying to move forward to progress it even sooner. So I guess getting Rachel to get rid of Susan was part of natural selection, but like move, you know, quicker. Yeah, because that doctor, wasn't it the doctor said don't waver? Yeah. Yeah, he did. He said don't waver? Yeah. Yes. So... I don't know. I guess that means make sure you kill her, I guess. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, or like, that's what just I assume. Don't back yeah. yeah, don't back down. Like, you're on the right, right path. Just keep going. Yeah, okay. And I guess showing her the, the swan, the swan with the head cut off was like, okay, now you need to, this is what you need to do. Mm. So at the end, she's sitting there, and she's done what she's supposed to do, right, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, and so they all say, Mr. Westmoreland, we'll see you now. And they knock on the door, and they leave us just like that. 
<laughs> I want to know who Mr. Westmoreland is. I guess. <laughs> it's kind of a, not a great cliffhanger, I found. No, I didn't think so. But, you know. I guess because we never really actually paid more. I guess if they spent more time with, uh, you know, building up this person. Yeah, because he's just like, I think they only mentioned him once or twice in the last couple of episodes, right? Yeah. So he's not. They should have did a greater build up to that character. Yeah. Throughout the whole season and then, like, and then, you know, drop the bomb. Right. Exactly. So shall we move on to favorite clone and unclone? Sure. Matt? Let's have our guests go first. No, I was asking if you were ready to do it. (laughs) 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 All right, Uh, Ashley, so who was your favorite clone and unclone? uh, I have to say my favorite clone is Rachel. Um, You know, this was like the rise, you know, a rise to reinstating her as the villain of the series. But I like the way they went about it. Um, It's kind of like a Darth Anakin transitions to Darth Vader type of thing, you know. You know, now she has a, you know, maybe this cane is about to be her signature thing, like Darth Vader's suit. So yeah, I'm I'm digging it, you know. So I guess favorite non clone would be um uh I guess I'll go with Felix for this one. You know, um you know, I love the way that he always just sticks by and always just in the middle of it all, even when he doesn't want to be. So, like, this episode, you know, he's dealing with Crystal, you know, he, he's just, you know, he's just trying to make sure everything goes okay. So, yeah, I'm going to go with Felix for this one. Awesome. And Janice? Um, my favorite clone was Crystal. Uh, she was just so <laughs> funny. She was great in this episode. Um Favorite non-clone? Um, I think I'm going to go with Ferdinand. It was my, it, yeah. <laughs> it was just, it, it was just interesting seeing him in, interact with Rachel. Yeah. So. He was so happy to get beat up. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Matt? Favorite clone is Crystal because she is hilarious. Although I have to say it was... Sarah pretending to be Crystal, saying that she worked for TMZ. That was really funny. Because <laughs> uh, that's perfect. Like, that's that's where Crystal would work. Of course, if she was a reporter, yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, she was just fantastic. Uh, favorite non-clone, I'm going to say Delphine, because she, her she, when she saw Cosima, her just, like, instincts took over. Like, I have to save this person... And she did everything she could, and then she took off her clothes and got into bed with her, and it was super hot, and yeah. uh, and also very touching as well. Yeah. Um, oh, of course, that's the first she, she thing she thinks of doing. <laughs> All right. So, not to be a copycat, but my favorite clone was Sarah and Crystal. <laughs> Both Sarah and Crystal, and Sarah as Crystal. <laughs> And my favorite clone, non-clone was Delphine. Because she rocks. What? Okay, favorite scene. Uh, Ashley. 
<laughs> I'd say my favorite scene was um was uh, uh Sarah as Crystal. No, no, no. It was it was Crystal meeting Sarah? That was hilarious. Like I didn't because throughout the season, I would wonder like, should we, you know, should they let you know just let Crystal into you know Clone Club and tell her what's up or you know. All the you know trauma she's been through over the past two seasons, would she be able to handle that you know type of trauma? So you know, finally letting her in Clone Club, I thought you know, and her reaction was not what I was expecting, and I thought it was brilliant. It was just absolutely brilliant, and it was absolutely hilarious. Fantastic, Janice. Uh, I'll go. I like that scene too. That was great. But I'll, I'll go with the scene before that, where she walks into the into the rabbit hole, and, <laughs> and you see Scott and and the gamer, the other you know the other guy, and they're just they're just have no idea what to do with her. I love that. And then it continues, and you see she's got sunglasses on, and Felix has sunglasses on, and start talking to one another, just you know, just like spies. It was just so hysterical. <laughs> so, my favorite scene would be the scene down in the basement where she meets Sarah <laughs> and my favorite scene I'm going to pick Delphine and Cosima kissing and then stuffed <laughs> and how. they finished it she finished the homework yeah. now she's getting extra credit <laughs> extra credit all right. <laughs> my my one line summary of that scene: This is sexy. Yeah, this is sexy. <laughs> and we got it's to see the... Delphine's scar from the shooting. Yeah. yeah. So let's do quotes, Ashley. Okay. Uh, are you like blind? Because this girl looks nothing like me. Like, first <laughs> of all, my tits are way bigger, and second. <laughs> Even if you could drag a comb through that hair, she's like a seven on a good day. And I've been told like I'm like a ten. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad someone took the time to write that out because that is really is the be- I think the best quote, but I didn't feel like taking the time to write it all out. Oh. And Janice. All right. In line with the the, the, the earlier scene. This is Scott. Cosimus cut off in a, Neo- in a Neolution power vacuum, and he calls in a beautician. Yeah. <laughs> what does he say? Isn't that awesome? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Matt? Well, I also took the time to write down that crystal quote, and since I did take the time, I'm going to read it anyway. Okay. <laughs> Go for like it. blind? Because this girl looks nothing like me. Like, first of all, my tits are way bigger. And secondly, even if you could drag a comb through that hair, she's like a seven on a good day. I've been told I'm a ten. <laughs> Yay, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so. <laughs> I'm going to do Mrs. S. Or actually, it's Sarah goes, Neolution has a board. Mrs. S. There's always a bloody board. (laughs) Yeah, I had that one too. (laughs) Anybody got more? Uh, I do. This is Crystal at the beginning. I'm tired of being yanked around by my brain. (laughs) (laughs) Your chain. (laughs) Such an intellectual heavyweight. Yeah. 
She gets the job done, though. Yeah. <laughs> Here's what. Evie has no baseline, and Susan has no balls. <laughs> it's like, damn. Okay, here's a just a short quote from Charlotte where she says, We mustn't go there. Well, little kid says mustn't. Yeah. <laughs> that is weird. Kids don't say don't talk like that. It sounds like something Rachel would have said. English kids, maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe they would. Uh, let's see. Also, Kira says... Um, I'm worried about all the sisters. There are many we don't even know, so that's going to be interesting. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was okay. I like this one. So Ira thinks he's going to the board meeting with Rachel, and he says, I'll have to get my suit pressed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was funny. I actually like Ira. I wasn't sure about him before, but. <laughs> right, yeah. He's, just so, he's so lost. He is. He is no match for Rachel. No. Not at all. So the, she's the superior sibling. Crystal is starting to uh, talk about the, the plan and the plot with, you know, SD Lauder and all that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, Sarah asks her a question. And she goes, wait, who are you again? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, right, whatever. <laughs> oh, God. And, and she says, Crystal goes, so... I know what's going on, and Art and 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 uh, and Sarah and Felix are like you do. She goes, "Yeah, there are two factions fighting one another," and they're like, "Whoa!" Well, yeah, and, then like, starts, and then she starts talking about Estee Lauder. Like, <laughs> well, you're close, but uh... yeah. <laughs> She's like these um, Breitbart people. Has some of the right information, but draws all the wrong conclusions. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Shall we do ratings? Sure. All right. Ashley, how do you rate this? Um, I think this is a great episode. It was a lot to take in, but um, it wasn't as necessary action-packed besides, you know, the whole fight scene. So, but it was a lot of comedy from, you know, Crystal. I wish Adele was in it, but, um, and there was no Allison, but I will give this a 9 out of 10 rise of the evil Duncan. All right. And Janice. I, the scenes in this were great and a lot of, you know, a lot of comedy, a lot of good lines. Um, I'm still not happy with the plot development. I think it's it's going back and forth too much. Maybe it'll all make sense next season. Um, but I thought there were just a little too many twists and turns. So I'm going to give it an eight out of 10 Elegant, multi-purpose canes. <laughs> <laughs> it was a nice-looking cane, though. <laughs> and Matt? Um, I didn't like this, mu- this one as much as I had hoped that I would. Uh, the, the scene with Crystal was great. It was very funny. And I love seeing Cosima and Delphine back together again. But I didn't get... The answer to the eye quite like I wanted, like I wanted more context for that. I wasn't quite sure who the people on the other end of the island were. I guess they're neolutionists, but I, they seem different somehow. Uh, I just, I've got a lot of questions. Too yeah. many questions. Um, it just didn't, it didn't feel like a finale. It felt like it ended with, really? Like, that's it? Like, Rachel's evil again? Like, we kind of rehabilitated her character, and, and, and she was 
changing and becoming better evolving and now she's just backslid and she's straight up villain again okay well all right so i'm just gonna give it a seven and a half out of ten uh boardroom meetings in the dark very good very good i get some windows in that place (laughs) rachel loves windows (laughs) so maybe she had them installed maybe she did because she's the boss now (laughs) So I I wasn't real thrilled with it. I mean, I think they could have done more with Delphine, you know, like told us like what the heck's where where what she was doing this whole time and why she hadn't contacted, you know, Pasima and all that. And it was okay. It was a good episode. Like it, you know, like Matt says, it left. I think it left way too much un unanswered from this season. Mm-hmm. So I am going to give it a eight out of ten. Creepy black socks. <laughs> yeah, is that socks or pairs of socks? Pairs of socks. <laughs> there you go. Black pairs of socks. <laughs> so do we have any feedback, Janice? We do. The first comes from Harold. Congratulations to Liz and her family. I'm very happy to hear that everyone is doing fine and is healthy. I suspect that this season was written with the idea of a two-season arc to finish the series. I see Rachel's takedown of Evie Cho as a big step towards a final reckoning, clearing the deck for Clone Club to deal with Rachel, then on to a final showdown with Neolution, and anyone who sees the clones as product instead of people. Poor Evie, I guess it wasn't such a bright idea to put those self-destruct systems in your maggot box. I never did trust Rachel, so I wasn't surprised to see her turn on Susan or Sarah. I was surprised that Sarah got away without being shot. How did Rachel miss? I guess her freaky-licky eye hasn't been perfected yet. I have a feeling that Rachel's big prize may not turn out to be what she imagined. I wonder if the middle-aged graybeard we have been seeing is actually Waterhouse's clone. I can't say that I was surprised that Susan Duncan was more interested in getting back to making new clones rather than curing the old batch, but I was disappointed. I loved the look that she had when Cosima hugged her. She was not expecting to feel parental emotions. I guess we never figured out exactly how long it has been since Beth jumped onto the tracks, but that is how long it has been since Sarah learned how to use a gun. In other words, not very long. So how is it that she decides that she is capable of being the only one to go to the island? Why not take Art or Helena? Not very bright. Also, how is it that Sarah is such an amazing impersonator? So far, she has impersonated Katya, Allison, Cosima, Rachel, and Crystal, and she has been pretty good at all of them, except maybe Allison, which may have been the biggest stretch. (laughs) I tried to avoid spoilers, yet there it was on social media hours before the show about how Crystal was not impressed with Sarah. I wish I had not seen that, but I still loved the scene. I love how Crystal is just not having any of whatever Sarah is selling. Maybe Cosima and Delphine will die on the island of lost souls, but at least they have been reunited. But I kind of doubt it. Isn't it also a trope to fake kill a character only to bring her back to kill her for real? See you all in nine and a half months. In the meantime, try not to get captured by the Neolutionists. I give this nine out of ten Delphine body warms. Ooh, yep. Thank you, Harold. 
and this is from Nutty. This was clearly written with the intention of a fifth season. On to the next real head of things, real person in charge. I teared up when Cosima and Delphine embraced. That was awesome. I am not surprised that Rachel turned on everyone. I think Susan is vile and never should have tried to be a mother. I kind of feel bad for Ira. I'm so glad Crystal got to be involved, even if she didn't believe Sarah was her clone. I really love all of that. Felix is looking awesome, and Helena fostering the Hendrix pair makes my day. I'm not sure it's even close to my favorite finale, but I will say I have loved this season as much as I loved season one. Thank you, Nettie. I don't see any more feedback, so that's all right. That's fantastic. Uh, I did Shane's commentary, running commentary, and that's already up if you guys want to listen to that. Okay, and anything else? So does Ashley have a blog, a blog or po- oh, podcast yeah, okay. that she wants to yeah. promote? We, um, a friend and I um, we started a podcast. We have to finish it up, but um, called Your Childhood Trauma. It's a Buffy podcast. We do three episodes um, a podcast, and it's honestly, it's really just me and my friend just arguing the whole time because we're both major <laughs> Buffy fans, and all we do is like argue because <laughs> we can never really agree on anything. So that's pretty much the podcast. As we, um, we should be starting that back up. Um, we did have another one as well called "You Damn Right," which we were supposed to do. <laughs> Um, Orphan Black on it as well, but um, our scheduling um, couldn't line up and it's a lot going on. So, But we did um, last fall, we was doing America Horror Story, Screen Queens, um, How to Get Away with Murder, and stuff like that. So um, we might be starting that back up in the fall as well. And I have a YouTube channel, um, Ashley Can, which is A-S-H space L-E-E space C-A-N. And I do reaction videos for Orphan Black, uh, The Walk in The Walking Dead. Awesome, awesome. Didn't you start watching Buffy like within the last two years or so? Didn't uh, no, I no, I had always um, seen Buffy though when it um, originally aired. Oh, oh wow! Had? Okay, yeah. I, somebody on the group then I think, but I, for some reason I thought it was you. I thought it was you I had not seen Buffy, but was following Orphan Black, and we were like, you have to watch Buffy. Uh, well, I am i haven't watched, I've only watched a little bit of Buffy. I'm not sure I'm the person you're talking about, but I definitely no, have been told. No, it was, a, it was told... a young person. Gee, thanks, no, Matt. I watched, yeah, I watched it when it, Buffy <laughs> yeah, Angel. Yeah, thanks, Matt. <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah, I, I watched it when it originally aired, uh, although clearly I was too young to be watching it when it originally aired, but yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's going to be nine and a half months till the next show. So that's plenty of time to like have a whole baby. So we'll, <laughs> we'll hope she has those babies, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, they don't go. They don't go by actual time. They have their own time system, obviously. So yeah. obviously, obviously, yeah. I think it's only been like a half a year on the sh- um, time wise on the show. Okay. The ho- All together, you mean from season one? It's yeah. It's only been like six months. Yeah, something like that. Wow, okay. I didn't realize that. Huh. So, Matt, do you want to plug your other podcast? Yeah. Um, let's see. The podcast that I host is called Hooplecast. That's H-O-O-P-L-E-Cast.com. We are a podcast about the television series Deadwood, 
we are running out of episodes. There's only four left to cover, and then no more Deadwood, unless they do a movie. Though, after Deadwood, we're going to move on to HBO pilots. So we're going to go back to the beginning of when HBO started to air drama pilots and premieres, and we're going to cover the first episode of every HBO drama. So that's like Oz, The Sopranos, The Wire, Carnival, Rome, all the way through uh, present day. And let's see, um, my co-host from Hooplecast, Matt, and I, we do a gaming podcast called Matt is Wrong About Games. And uh, Will and I are going to be doing Spartacast at the end of this year, which is about the Stars series Spartacus. Awesome. And one of these days I will do a, um, I will do that Strangers with Candy podcast. Yeah, that sounds like fun. (laughs) Because that's (laughs) fucking amazing. So I'm going to plug my own podcast. It is the Bycast, podcast for the bisexual plus community. And that is at www.thebycast.org. All right. So we don't have anything happening next week, so we can't come back. We can <laughs> <No>. thank you. <laughs> thank you, everybody, for listening this this season. Uh, we look forward to next season. Anybody have anything they want to have some party comment, parting, party comments, parting <laughs> comments? <laughs> Only that this was way better than last season. Yes. And I hope that they can stop adding complications to the plot next season and just kind of play what they have already out a little more. Yeah, I think that's what they're going to do. I yeah. hope so. I think yeah. reestablishing Rachel as the villain. Um, I think that's probably going to probably just, you know, they put all, everything, well, not everything out there, but they put so much out there, they're just going to, like, play that out and not try to add on so much. I mean, they'll probably add on you know, the Delphine aspect of what's going on with her. Um, the cure thing has already been, you know, in the midst of it. And the creator, the Neolution, the father of Neolution. That's probably what they're, the only thing, really thing they'll probably add on and just let it play out that way. All right. Thank you, guys. We'll see you next next year. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> see you next year. Bye. <laughs>